Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for everything marketing. I'm your host, Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author in one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special reunion 2020 episode. What's that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on the past, and I liked him so much, I had to bring him right on back. So today I have Renee Miller on the line, who's President and Creative Director over at the Miller Group. Renee, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adam. It's great to be back with you again. So Happy New Year's. Um, I saw today's show topic, so uh, best practices for launching a new product into the market. And uh, that's one thing that you do know how to uh, know all about. I mean, 30 years um, over at the Miller Group, um, so love to get in all of that with you. Um, but before we start, um, for our new listeners, let's just get into a little bit more of the background of what you do at the Miller Group and what kind of clients you help. So we work with a variety of clients, everything from funded startups all the way to um, Fortune 1000 companies, and um, we do a lot of new product launches, which I thought would uh, be an interesting topic for your audience. We also do video production, research, all of the services of a large agency only in miniature, and we have an awesome media buying arm as well. That's awesome. And um, I, I know you, you know all about product launch, so let's just get right into it. Um, so best practices for launching a new product into market. Where do you want to begin? So, Adam, one of the common problems or one of the, common, one of the uh, things we run across often is that clients often um, fail to do the consumer research before launching the product into market. So really listening to the consumer is absolutely critical. Um, test the product, obviously, but more important, make sure that the strategic positioning is correct. Um, we recently were at a computer, uh, Consumer Electronics Show, CES, and there were hundreds if not thousands of exhibitors, and um, a lot of the products were really, really interesting, but after a while, they tended to blend in. Um, I also attend Expo West, which is one of the largest trade shows for um, CPG natural products in the food industry. And after a while, things start to blend in. You you can only see so many different pastas or so many different mm -hmm. uh, snack foods. So what is it about the product that's going to compel the consumer? Really understand what the key difference is, um, and, and, then, and then make sure that that resonates with the consumer. Um, also, one of the things that we notice a lot is that um, clients often will, when they're doing a, a pro new product launch and they want an outside agency, they often will send a list of tactics, and we feel like it's always better to start with strategy so what are you trying to accomplish? What are your objectives before deciding tactically this is what we need an agency to do and how much does it cost? Um, really important to determine what are we trying to accomplish. I'd almost rather have somebody call me and say, 
here's our challenge. Tell us how you would solve it. To me, that's far more impactful than saying we've decided we want to do X, Y, Z, um, and here's what we need implemented. That Really, it's much more um, impactful to the marketer when you can identify what problem or what challenge are you trying to solve and then work with the agency to help solve it. Um, the, the one thing we notice also is some of the smaller clients have a tendency to DIY the solution and um, it's not always the most effective way, especially with a new product launch because you only have an opportunity to launch once to your audience and if you fail, that's it. And it could be very, very uh, expensive. The uh, R&D alone sometimes it could be a year or two. So you really want to make sure that once the product is fully developed, that you start with a soft launch and you really listen to what the consumers are saying about the product. Um, we, we are it, uh, helping a client right now launch a new product into market and um, realized when we did some focus groups the positioning that they had that they originally had wasn't resonating for the consumer. So really mm. important to um, and listen to the consumer, listen to what they're telling you about the product, and then modify the launch based on the feedback you're getting. Um, and then finding the right channel. We are currently working with a healthcare company and it's actually a B2B launch, and um, the resources are a little thin. So really making sure that you have um, enough resources. A launch can be a very costly proposition. So you want to make sure that you have enough resources to launch properly into market. I think the brands that do the best, um, are the CPG brands that do a brilliant job are, Companies like Procter & Gamble, where they have a, kind of an old school style, but they do a lot of test and learn, and they really, uh, before they launch a product in the market, they really, really have the input of the consumer, and they also have internal buy-in from their sales folks, from the marketing department, the C-suite. So this is really critical as well. Um, listen to your internal constituents as well as your external so um, let's talk for a moment on, let's just assume that they, that, and, and again, this is a big assumption, let's just say that they've been doing some R&D and they, and they have, um, and so they, they have a, a pretty good grounding of what, what they think their target market is. Um, and let's just, let's just stick for, the, for a moment or two in that, um, in that new, that, that funded startup space, if you will. Okay. Um, okay. So, I, so I know a lot, of the, a lot of these funded startups, I mean, they can, um, because the product, especially when it's a new product, bringing it to market, you know, if they're not working with the right agency, if they're off on their target, if they're off on their messaging, like you said, it could be very costly. Um, mm -hmm. So, what do, how do they know how to, how to kind of choose, or how do they know when they, when they think they found that, that right, um, that right angle, so to speak? Like, how, what, what are some tips to kind of put them on that right path that they know they're heading in the right direction? And I know that's a, not a crystal ball thing, by the way. I'm not, not saying you can say that for everybody or every situation, but what are some things that you've noticed in your 30-plus year career that you're like, oh, we hit the nail on the head on that one? Well, I'll give you an example of what not to do. Um, for example, mm -hmm. at uh, CES, um, there were some international companies 
that had amazing booths. You know, mm-hmm. their graphics were phenomenal. The product was interesting. They didn't have their point of view down. What's, why is this different from everybody else? And um, the materials were trans, clearly not translate. They were translated into the country that they came from. So it didn't may not have resonated for the consumer. In some cases, things were um, off topic or off uh, strategy. There were some uh, things in the materials that were spelled improperly. The website had one of those auto um, translation services. So these are the kinds of things that really can kill a launch. That, that's a huge. Um, I mean, CS, it doesn't get any bigger than that, like for the most part. Like, that's huge. That's yeah, not where you want to do that at. That was costly. Like, that wasn't like, uh, we'll just put up a booth. <laughs> exactly. And it was clear. I mean, some of these booths at the show were 20 by 20, 30 by 30. I mean, big wow. booths. So a lot of, mm-hmm. and, and, and CES is very expensive. So if you're going to go, make sure. Also, one, one of the things I noticed was, um, have people who can translate. Um, so there were really smart people who knew the product, but have people who actually can translate if they're not, if, if English isn't the uh, first language, that was a little bit of a problem. And these are, again, these are just things we noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, again, make sure it's clear to the end user. The end user might not be the consumer, in many mm-hmm. cases, the end user at a show like CES is the buyer. So uh, communicate to your to the buyer, the person who's going to stock your product in their retail store, the Amazons of the world. You know why is this different from every other product on the market? Um, have a have a video. The video that you do. Um, should be professional. A lot of times companies do explainer videos and they're kind of cookie cutter. They all sort of look the same. So um, make sure that it resonates. The demos, video demos should look um, first rate and um, and really be compelling. We, One of the clients we were with at the show had just phenomenal video and and we looped it so we had a lot of people coming over to the booth because we blew up the video and it demonstrated the product really really clearly and people were attracted because they said oh this this looks professional it looks interesting i want to know more about the product it's something i don't and it was something that was different it was something that was important for the for the audience because they hadn't seen it before so having a really good demo that's clear what the benefits are to the retailer, what are the benefits to the consumer? Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, got it. Um yeah, you cut out for a second, don't worry. Um, oh, we'll sorry. have to edit it. Okay. So 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 that being said, um okay, so now obviously you want to, you want to put your best foot forward, you want to make sure that you're you're, you're you did some R&D, you're uh, and that you're on message and on target with the demographic you're trying to reach. Um let's talk about the actual um un- unveiling if you will or unrolling. Any any tips there? Well, I would say that the best marketer in the world was always Steve Jobs because he got his audience so excited 
uh, before the launch. So when it's pre-launch is critical. He would send, uh, Apple would always send out emails to their influencers. They get them excited about the product, uh, build up. They would always have a huge launch event and make sure that the press was there, make sure that they um, had something really important to say for the launch, and then create, turn the launch into an actual event that's going to get talked about by the media and really get people excited, get influencers involved, so that when they talk about the product, if they're excited, then the consumer will be excited as well. But start with pre-launch, Make sure you're building up, and then when you do your launch, make sure whoever your spokesperson is is someone who truly believes in the product. I know a lot of times companies want to have a outside spokesperson or even an influencer. If you're going to get an influencer, don't just pay a lot of money for somebody who has a lot of um, followers on social. Find somebody who truly, really believes in the product and who is really um, excited. Otherwise, it just feels like it's, it's falling flat. That's awesome. Um, so, Renee, uh, you know, I could talk to you about this all day long. I have like 30 more questions. Um, we're about out of time for today. Don't worry. We're going to bring you back for the Reunion 2021 episode. See what's next. Um, but before, um, Thank you. <laughs> before, before, I, before I let you go, though, um, if somebody is listening to this and they want more information on the Miller Group, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Okay, so um, check out our website, which we're in the process now of updating, but it's uh, millergroupmarketing.com, M-I-L-L-E-R-G-R-O-U-P, millergroupmarketing.com. Or feel free to reach out to me. My email is Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at millergroupmarketing.com. And finally, if, uh, if you're old, old, old school, the phone number is 310 Four four two zero one zero one, and I'm at extension twenty three. What do you mean if you're old school? I'm not. I, I just called you. We're on the phone right now. <laughs> no, that's I'm just true. playing. That's true. No, no, seriously, just, just just playing with you. But uh, seriously, Renee, awesome having you on the show as always. Um, so great times there, and thanks for your tips and on best practices on launching new products into the market. So awesome stuff there. Um, to the audience as always, thank you for tuning in. Without you, there's no show. So keep on listening to us. Hope you had fun listening. We had fun making this for you. Um, don't forget subscribe to the show. Leave me a review. Uh, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, um, Mission Matters uh, Marketing, don't forget to leave us a comment in the comment section on this video and let us know what you think about product launches and uh, best practices. Love to continue the conversation with you there. And Renee, thanks again for coming on the show. Adam, thanks again as always. You're terrific. Really uh, enjoyed our conversation.